From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Monday, July 31st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Hocking County overnight, a sheriff's deputy and a police canine were injured when a suspect opened fire at a home in the city of Logan, hitting the deputy and several police cruisers. Both are expected to be okay, and the suspect is in custody. The injured deputy is Jason Miles, and Hocking County Sheriff Lanny North says the bullet actually hit the officer's radio, injuring his hip. The sheriff also said just one of the police vehicles that was struck by bullets was hit 27 times. We had a uh, negotiator there, too, trying to talk him out as well. And, of course, our SWAT team, or SRT team, was there, too. We had, uh, we had four cruisers shot up pretty, pretty bad by his rounds. The Logan police got the SUV and pickup truck was on the roadway. They were shot up. That's where the canine was shot in the back of the SUV. Court documents indicate the suspect, Stephen Hardbarger, shot Deputy Miles and continued firing on other law enforcement officers as they arrived. Sheriff North said deputies initially responded because they got a call from a child about a fight in that home. Authorities are investigating a deadly helicopter crash near Springfield on Saturday afternoon. The Ohio State Highway Patrol says the pilot who died was Isaac Lee Santos from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. They also confirmed the helicopter hit power lines before crashing in a field. The crash caused a seven-car pileup on Interstate 70, and the highway was closed for several hours. A drowning was reported Saturday in the northeastern corner of the state in Ashtabula County. Here's ONN's Lena Lai in Cleveland. The Coast Guard has released details about a drowning in Lake Erie. A 22-year-old man drowned in the waters off of Conneaut Township Park. Good Samaritans pulled two people out of the water. The man was unresponsive and died at the scene. The other was his friend who had tried to help him out. He is okay, though. There were rip current warnings at the time of the drowning. I'm Lena Lai. Over the weekend in northwest Ohio, a weak EF-1 tornado touched down just before 3 a.m. on Saturday in Defiance County. ONN's Tatiana Cash in Toledo reports. Tornado touched down in Hicksville, Ohio, and one family was in the direct path. Stephanie Mazur says, My daughter sleeps in the basement, and her room has no windows, so it's a pretty safe spot. So we went in there with her, and we felt the house just literally shake. The whole house just shook. We did speak with Hicksville's mayor and he says there were no injuries from Tatiana Cash. Hicksville is on the Ohio-Indiana line 20 miles west of Defiance. Law enforcement in Circleville, south of Columbus, prepared for demonstrations over the weekend in the wake of an investigation into a police officer turning his canine loose on a black truck driver. But only a handful of people showed up. ONN's Lindsay Mills has more with resident Zachary Brooks, who says he wants transparency regarding the incident. There had been talks about protests after a video of a man being attacked by a Circleville canine unit during a traffic stop went public. The documents regarding the investigations need to be released. The chief of police needs to come out and speak for the wrongdoing of the department. The truck driver in the video, Jadarius Rose, has been charged with failure to comply, which is a felony. On Wednesday, the Circleville Police Department fired the officer who released the dog. I'm Lindsay Mills. An Ohio police chief is facing charges after officials say he attacked a homeless man in Florida. 
ONN's Ashley Bornanson has the story. Jail records show that Key West officers arrested Chad McCurdle on a misdemeanor battery charge on Friday. Now, he leads the police force in Boston Heights, Ohio, near Cleveland. Police say surveillance video shows McCurdle kick a homeless man several times in the back in an alley. Authorities believe there was no reason for the attack. The Boston Heights Police Department is not commenting. I'm Ashley Bornanson. A man in southwest Ohio has been convicted of abuse of a corpse and evidence tampering in the case of a Kentucky teenager whose body was found in Ohio a decade after she went missing. ONN's Angela Ann has more. In Claremont County, jurors in Batavia deliberated for more than nine hours before convicting 35-year-old Jacob Bumpus last week of both charges he faced and the death of 17-year-old Paige Johnson. The Florence, Kentucky teen disappeared in 2010, and a hiker found her remains in East Fork State Park in 2020. A cause of death was never determined. Bumpus was a friend of the girl, and police say they believed he was the last person to see her alive. He'll be sentenced next month. His defense, though, says they will appeal. Angela Ann, ONN News. This week will mark six months since the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, south of Youngstown. Residents continue to say the railroad company, Norfolk Southern, isn't keeping their promises. They say the company is putting money into events like carnivals instead of putting the funds toward moving expenses and property reimbursements. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw. We certainly encourage uh, folks in the community to go visit a trusted health care professional and we will pay for the medical expenses. Shaw also says they're still in the process of working on long-term funds in Ohio and Pennsylvania for health care, water monitoring, and drops in home values. Yellow Freight, a national trucking company based in Nashville, has closed its operations and is laying off all 30,000 of its workers, including hundreds in northwest Ohio. Here's ONN's Dave James. The move means hundreds of layoffs at three distribution sites, two in Toledo operating as YRC Freight and one in Bowling Green known as Holland Freight, according to Amber Gowing, an 18-year employee of the company. One day we're going to strike, and within four days, we lose our job, and I mean, we all knew there was financial difficulties. The Teamsters say they're working to help those laid off find union jobs elsewhere. Dave James, I went in news. Early in-person voting continues this week for the August 8th special election. ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus has details. Ohio voters will be asked to decide issue one. As a reminder, issue one, if it passes, would raise the vote requirement threshold to 60 percent to approve an amendment to the state's constitution instead of by majority rule. The amendment would take effect immediately. I'm Tracy Townsend. For those who wish to vote by mail, county boards of elections must receive applications for absentee ballots by the close of business tomorrow. And with quarterback Joe Burrow out for at least most of the preseason with a calf strain, the Cincinnati Bengals are making adjustments. ONN's Dom Tiberi has more with head coach Zach Taylor. The Bengals adding some depth as they sign quarterback Reed Sinnett. He will be the third quarterback on the team behind Trevor Simeon and Jake Browning. In the meantime, you make the best of the situation, and it's a lot more reps for those two quarterbacks that are competing. It would have been probably the only time they get a chance to work with the ones. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. Those are some positive things that you have to make of the situation, and, and that's what we're doing right now. I'm Dom Tiberi. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.